Hey there. In this episode, I'm going to talk about why you think you're afraid of tech, the consequences of this fear for yourself and for anyone you hire to help you out, and the thing you need to do to solve these issues. But before we dive in, welcome to BSing with Brandy, where my mission is to help you figure shit out and get shit done. I'm your host, Brandy Good, and today I am loving lemon water, shepherd's pie, and as always, Star Wars. So tell me if you've ever thought about or experienced any of these things. You just don't understand tech or it doesn't ever seem to work for you. You've had a bad experience with tech or you've had a bad experience with a tech person. You don't trust the tech experts or you trust the non-tech experts too much. So what happens when you try to do stuff on your own right now? You get frustrated, you blame the tech, or you get discouraged and blame yourself. I have worked with incredibly smart people who call themselves dumb because they can't figure out their tech. Don't do that, by the way. I can't perform brain surgery, but I'm certainly not going to call myself dumb for not knowing how because I've never been trained how to do it. So same thing with tech. You've got no experience. Don't call yourself dumb for not being able to figure it out or understand it. You just, that's not the thing that you've learned how to do. And then what happens when you try to outsource? So you're likely to compound your fear and or feel like you're getting screwed over uh, either financially or uh, just generally because your contractor isn't doing what you want and the relationship goes sour. And P.S., as a sidebar, your contractor is probably labeling you as a nightmare client as well uh, at the same time that you're unhappy with them. And here's why all of those things are happening. You are focused too much on the tech and not enough on figuring out what your end goal is. You spend too much time looking into the tech setups of other people instead of finding out what will actually work in your business. What it all boils down to is that you don't really understand what you want. Let me repeat that because it's very important. You don't understand what you want. I'm going to toss in in an example so you can kind of see what I mean. So say you're having your dream house built. You don't need to understand how to do construction work or electrical or plumbing or anything like that or, you know, drafting blueprints, but you do need to be able to tell someone what you want the house to do and generally look like in the end. So you want it to be two stories. You want one room to be an office. You want a fireplace and cozy chairs in your living room so you can relax with a book. You need a garage that fits two cars, not one, not three, two. You prefer carpet to hardwood flooring. You don't need a big bedroom, but you want a big closet. These are all end goal things that you want your house to have, to do, to look like. See where I'm going with this? You don't need to figure out how those things are done. You don't need to understand how to install hardwood flooring. You don't need to understand how to build a two-car garage. You just need to know what it's going to be and do, and then you let the experts actually execute and implement what you're wanting. But if you're talking to your home builder and all you can give them is your favorite color and that you want a nice house, not too big, like really vague, 
whatever they spit out, 99.9% uh, .9 is not going to be what you wanted. It's not going to be right for you. But by that time, it's too late because you've already paid for it. Now you got to live in it and it totally doesn't work for your lifestyle. So all of the negative or painful experiences I've had with clients or potential clients is because they didn't know what they wanted, yet they expected us to implement something. If I, if I was a mind reader, maybe I wouldn't have this issue. Unfortunately, ESP is not part of my skill set. Now, I've gotten a lot better at digging into people's why and what before starting any work, so much so that I actually turn away more projects than I accept because if people's end goals are too vague, it's a big red flag for me that things aren't going to go well, especially if they don't want to spend that time digging into what they want and they just say, oh, just do the work, um, then I know this, this is going to go bad. It's going to turn south and it's going to turn south quickly. And let me tell you a little secret, a little confession. So I'm the same way but with creative things. I can look at something and I know if I like it or not. I might even be able to identify small things I would change. But if you needed me to provide info so that you could create me a graphic or a sales page or a brochure, um, it's going to be a struggle. <laughs> um, and most of the time it's going to be a struggle because of me, because I don't have an idea of what I want the thing to, to look like in the end, because that's not my skill set. I just recently hired and then fired someone for a sales page. There were other reasons why this person got fired, but on my side, I realized that I didn't have a solid enough vision, literally, for what I wanted the sales page to look like. I, I provided what, at first, what I thought were good instructions. And then after seeing what I got back, I realized I hadn't given this person enough to be able to make something cohesive. Um, so until I do one or both of these things, um, have a clearer vision of my branding, and that could be me, you know, sitting down and figuring that out, or me sitting down with someone else and figuring out that branding, but that piece has to be figured out, or just you know, buy a template and then say, this is going to be my sales page and it can be customized a bit, but um, here's my vision. It's this template. So until I do one or both of those things, there's no point in me con continuing to struggle outsourcing this sales page because I can't provide enough information to the contractor for them to be able to make something that works for what I need my sales page to work. So for you, you need to take the tech out of the equation and look at your end product and service and functionality of what is going to be created. So as an example, you wanna create an online course, great. But your job is to figure out what you want your students to experience and then let someone else figure out the tech. Do you want your students to DIY at their own pace? Is the material dripped out? What format are your lessons going to be in? Is it gonna be a one-time fee or installment payments? 
Do they need to be tested on the material you're delivering? Will they need a certificate at the end? These are not necessarily techie things. These are the, the end goals that you need to figure out. Once you know the answers to these types of questions, you hand that info over to someone like me, and I would easily be able to recommend what tech to use. And I can't promise that you'll totally stop being afraid of tech, but what will happen is that your tech will start getting implemented more smoothly, more easily, with less hiccups and issues, and that will start to increase your confidence. And it will increase your confidence not only with tech, but with that particular contractor that you're using as well. And even if you end up figuring out the tech yourself, so say you don't outsource, spending more time on researching those non-techy pieces, your end goals will make selecting your tech far, far less painful. That wraps up today's episode of BSing with Brandy. If you enjoyed this topic, you can find more like it at bsingwithbrandy.com. That's Brandy with an I, not with a Y. There you'll also find show notes and links to any resources that I mentioned today. While you're there, feel free to subscribe to future episodes on the platform of your choice. And I wish you all the best getting shit done this week.